Welcome to the Lewis Says Black Show. Now, time for a word from our sponsor. Maestro, can you cue up the music, please? No doubt, bro, I got you. Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy Lewis Says Black coming to you with another podcast, baby. And on today's episode, this is going to be more personal. And we're going to talk about the reason why I, Lewis Says Black, do not like nice guys. Now, let me give a disclaimer. When I say that I don't like nice guys, I don't like nice guys that really aren't nice. Because even within this paradox, big word, there's two types of nice guys. There's the nice guys that are genuinely just kind, humble, nice guys. I feel like even though Angel has a very feminine effect on it, that word Angel, that's why usually you hear guys calling their daughters little angels quicker than you would hear a guy basically call his son a little angel. But angels are male and feminine. So the nice guys, the truly nice guys, those are the male angels. And I will never, ever stick down on the male angels because the male angels, those are soldiers of God. Those are dudes that are out here doing God's work. And not only are they respecting women and doing a lot of nice things towards women, they're doing nice things 
towards the world, nice things towards society. A big word that I can use, thick word, is humanitarian. A lot of times the real genuine nice guys do very humanitarian things. My beef is with nice guys that just want to basically be nice guys when some hoes is around. They want to be nice guys in the club because it's pussy lately. They want to be nice guys on social media because they know that the hoes is listening. And I'll be fair, the hoes, the ladies, the bitches, the women, the damsels in distress, the mistresses, the divas, the cuties, the homegirls, the around the way girls. They basically try to play Mr. Nice Guy all in front of them. These type of dudes, they love the friend zone. They embrace the friend zone because it's a very comfortable and very sneaky. And even though I'm a bad boy, or should I say, you know, a bad boy that grew up into be a bad guy. Because that bad boy shit sounds kind of immature, considering that I am 40, getting ready to be 41 in a few months. So I'm not even going to say bad boy no more. Bad boy is basically what I was when I was 13 and my nuts dropped. And for all of you squares that don't know what that means, when your nuts dropped, that means that you finally go through puberty. You can finally shoot out live rounds and you finally become fertile. You can finally get a bitch pregnant. In biology, because we're going to go from different angles on this. I'm going to hit y'all off scientifically first. Then later on during the podcast, we're going to get into some Joker Batman shit. Because obviously, even though they both were wilding out, the Joker was the true bad boy. And Batman, even though he would whoop everybody's ass, was ultimately the nice guy. Especially with his two personalities. Whereas the Joker didn't have any secret personalities. He is who he was. And I kind of go through a little bit of that Batman type of thing. Whereas, you know, there is Brandon Matthews. Brandon Matthews is Bruce Wayne. Batman could be, to a certain extent, what you call Lewis S. Black. Which is, the Joker, the Joker was who the fuck he was. And he never switched. The only thing is, maybe when it's time to go to bed, I'm pretty sure that he didn't go to sleep in that big-ass damn suit that he wore. But the fucking white face, the fucking red lips, the green hair, all of that shit, man, please. That was 24-7. So, here's what I want to say. When it comes to these good guys, they kind of get in the way of us bad guys. 
So even if society looks at us bad guys as the villains, and mind you, everything that I'm talking about is in relation to Bane. Because try being a bad a bad guy in this overall world, and you're going to even wind up two places. Either A, a cemetery, or B, a jail cell, having to shit in front of your cellmate and telling him to cover his eyes, or having to make a big-ass blanket system to where you can fuck around and cover up that damn silver toilet that y'all shit in, but also use for y'all water. That's here nor there. What I like about being a bad guy is it's free and it's relaxing. And I've been a bad guy, bad boy, bringing it back to the point, ever since my nuts dropped at 13. My nuts dropped, I knew that either A, if I jerk my dick, I could fuck around and make some fluid come out of it that's gonna give me a sense of euphoria. Then I also knew that I could fucking bond with a female and have her work me out with her pussy, her mouth, or even her hands, and I could get that sense of euphoria. I started getting a little bit taller, even though I was always tall as one of the kids. For some reason, I call it the growth spurt because I'm only six foot. And I say only six foot humbly. But at the time, I was taller than other, than other kids and I started really going through a growth spurt. And then my shoulders broadened. And believe it or not, with a fully functional dick and with broad shoulders and even for what it's worth, not to get too graphic, but it's my show. But even for what it's worth, the dick getting bigger, which is basically some scientific shit. You know, that's just biology. Nature makes your dick get bigger so that, you know, even once you get the female into your realm on some National Geographic shit, National, Geogra National Geographic uh, voice, the female species tend to go for the guys with the bigger dicks. The bigger dicks show a sign of genetic and biological dominance. It turns them on. The thing that really got the chicks going was the fact that my voice got deep. And little side note, once my voice got deeper, and I got taller, and I'm 13, and I'm like, damn, I'm like 5'8", 5'9", with it, and my mom's only 5'6", or 5'7", oh man, that testosterone, as much as women talk about bitch-ass niggas, ultimately though, bitch-ass niggas keep the world peaceful. Because I fucked around and got to smelling myself and got to talking back to my mama because my mama's about five six, five seven. Woo! I saw that I was like a little bit taller than her and toe to toe with her. And I got to smelling myself at 13. Got to talking back to my mama. Hey Brandon, I need you to wash the dishes. Shit, why don't you wash the dishes? 
little crazy shit like that. Because I wasn't used to having that high level of testosterone. And guess how she was able to keep me in check and get me back level to the point to where by the time I was 14, I knew how to basically use all of this testosterone amongst the ladies in a freaky way and on the football field in a more productive way. She called my dad, my biological father, who was already six foot two. And y'all already know, shots out to all the good fathers out there. As a black father that heard that his son was acting up with his ex-wife, one of his big first major loves, oh, my old dude had no problem coming in and checking my 13-year-old ass and putting, you know what I'm saying, a good little punch to my little fragile ass chest, even though I'm smelling myself, literally. Because by that point, the motherfucker definitely had to start wearing the yoga. So, I will say this. Because ladies, this one ain't about y'all. And I'm not gonna apologize to the ladies, but I wanna make something clear. I know that I'm hard on you women, but the reason why I'm hard on y'all is because a lot of modern day women don't know how to take accountability. And I'm the type, I hold everybody accountable, men and women. But the funny thing is, a lot of times, men are quick to hold themselves accountable because growing up as a man, you're held accountable from day one. Let me give you an example. I'm just talking about accountability, and then I'll bring it back. I'll give you a five-year-old boy and a five-year-old girl. When a five-year-old boy keeps running around the house, and he knocks over a very antique, very expensive lamp that was probably handed down by his great-grandmother or his grandmother and is now a family heirloom. I don't know. I guess the lamp was, you know, the same type of lamp that the first free slaves in that family used. And it just kept on getting passed on from house to house by all of the women in the generation. When he knocks that motherfucker over and breaks it because he's been running around doing dumb dickhead shit as a five-year-old boy, he gets his ass whooped and he gets a big-ass lecture on it. A five-year-old girl can be running around the house acting like she's on ADD, acting like she don't know what the fuck is going on. And we're talking about the black community, even in the black community. And you know what? She made a mistake, but look how fast she was running. We ain't seen nobody run that fast in circles since back when Uncle Ray 
Juicy Run Track back in 1985 for Normandy High School. And then everybody was just laughing like, oh yeah, man, oh yeah, I remember that. Uncle Ray used to be killing them. First place all the time. First place Ray is what we used to call them. And they get a little bit more slack. And they'll get talked to at the most. Your average black woman has not had as many ass workers as a black boy has. So now, let's get back to where we originally came from. Which is, here's the reason why I don't like nice guys. You nice guys, the ones that a lot of times get accused of being too nice to women, and if that be the reason why they walk home from y'all, is because y'all niggas think y'all slick. Y'all ain't shit. And let me break it down to you in the joker voice, so that you motherfuckers can understand. I'll be joker, which is the bad guy, which is that's what I am. And to define the bad guy, I'm a bad guy in the sense of when it comes to dating, I try not to bullshit and fuck around. I'm gonna feel like, hey, it's all about animal attraction. You're cute, you're sexy, you got a big booty, you got some big titties, and I like you, and I want you. We can do it the hard way. I'll do it the easy way. <laughs> and then usually what women see about me on the physical level is, oh my God, he's way taller than me. And he's dark skinned. And not only is he dark skinned, but he's handsome. And something that I've did lately to really bring it out, I call it curls for the girls, is I brought out my motherfucking hair and now I rock that 90 style box you know what I'm saying shaved down on the sides and the back you know what I'm saying high top at the front but I don't do that shit like some 80s niggas and even I had to do in the 90s which is that straight up hair nah my shit curly man I call it curls from the girls and this goes back to the nice guy bad guy thing I'll never forget I'm not going to name it, but y'all all know that Lewis S. Black is really one of the ultimate underground artists, because not only do I have seven or eight albums out, and the fact that I have to say seven or eight, that lets me know that I really have some albums out here in these motherfucking streets, but that's here nor there. Basically, I was in what I call my Bruce Wayne mode. Basically, you know, in my regular working mode. And over at the job, even when I'm being who I am, because I never change. It's just the change of the name and the change of how I approach the game. But as a security officer, I never forget. I would be sitting up chilling, and it would be this badass light-skinned chick. And I'm not even going to say her name, because we, we leave names out to protect the innocent. Cause she really didn't do shit but flirt. But I'ma call her little light skin. Little light skin. Ooh. I started working at that site 
right when COVID was popping. I literally started working there at that site in 2020, back in September. I got with my company back in 2018. So I got with my company way before COVID even became a thing. But by the time I got transferred from my first site to the second site, now I'm working at my third site in South South Sudan because they literally are coming with the bag and way less bullshit. I'm at my second site and I'm wearing a mask and she's wearing a mask. And literally, you never got to see anybody without their mask on unless they were maybe eating. And you could catch them eating, but even still, to see somebody's face while they're sitting up here and munching down and chewing down on food, especially if you work in 2 to 10, the way people eat when it's lunchtime, oh, that is a motherfucker, bro. You can barely even even see their mouth because their mouth is moving. They just... Chiming at And let that be the reason, though. As soon as old girl saw me, my first day she was on me. But mind you, little light skin was married. The little light skin had to be all of about five foot two, five foot three with Kind of like my baby mama. My baby mama says she's five foot three and some quarters. Well, this shit was definitely five two. And it was a certain way that she used to just say hi to me and always had to be in my grill and always say shit to me. Because even though I was at work, I still had that bad guy for son. Come to find out, she's married. And I was like, alright, even me as a bad guy, I'll fuck somebody's girlfriend before I fuck somebody's wife. And, shouts out to my boy Jay. My boy Jay has always been adamant about not fucking co-workers and don't shit where you eat. Because I've done that and it did come back on me in crazy little ways which we're not going to get into. But I was like, fuck it. Respect the game and the game will respect you. So even to the point of when I wound up transferring to my new site, I always would let her flirt and do her little silly shit. But I peeped it. Her husband is a damn square. And the fucked up thing is he's actually from my city. But I noticed the difference. But I noticed that at least at one point, she wound up getting him hired on at the job. So I was like, okay, nice to meet you. And you know, and then, you know, then your wife works here. Didn't feel guilty about having any conversations with him because all I did was just let his wife flirt with me. Never acted on it, never asked me any phone numbers, never tried to become a sneaky link or nothing like that. Even with me being a bad guy. That's why y'all better keep game with this because I'm one of the nicer villains. In this dating game, I'm a fucking villain. But I'm one of the villains that has more of a heart and more of a mind and more of a sense of morality. But... I believe in my code and my purpose and how I feel like shit should be done. So there used to be some times where she was just always giving me conversation and shit got worse once COVID was, I'm not going to say over, 
because there's still people catching COVID even in 2023, but once COVID died down and they allowed us to take our mask off, oh my God, I already knew she was cute because in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, I see the eyes and I see them titties and I see that booty. And when she would wear her little flip-flops or her little, you know, open-toed shoes, damn, you light-skinned, you're pretty, you got nice titties, you got an amazing ass, and you got pretty feet. Lord have mercy. Even when them feet wasn't done, it would just be the natural white toenails. Still pretty feet. But we ain't got no foot fetishes over here. But pretty feet matters. <laughs> Remember that, ladies. It would get to the point right before I left where I was getting ready to turn 40. And she was like, oh, your birthday's coming up? How old are you going to be? Mind you, old girl was about like maybe 34. And I was like, I'm turning 40. She was like, oh, my God. I thought you were younger than me. You look good for your age. Okay, I'm going to take that. I'm going to just take that. And ladies, don't feel bad. If you're married and you want to give a man a genuine compliment like that, don't feel too bad. But she doubled back on it like, oh my God, no, you really, really look good to be 40. I'm going to feel like, man, if you don't take your ass around, you'll get fucked. Her husband had dreads. Good, long dreads. And no homo, but you know, the dreads were properly taken care of because these folks was getting money over at this job. So when you're getting money like that, you can have dreads and you can keep your shit looking nice and right. Because dreads are some high maintenance shit. Let that be the reason I probably never had dreads because I don't have the patience. And I don't want to be, no disrespect, but I never want to have dreads and be out here looking like Bob Marley. I hate to say it, if you gave me some dreads, I'd rather fuck around and be walking around here looking like Offset. I say Offset because he's dark skinned and he's from the Migos and he has dreads and he always kept his dreads together like nice and tight and clean looking. So old boy had his dreads, but for some reason, this is another, this is one problem with you nice guys. You niggas cater to everybody. And I don't like that because you're not being real. For some reason, he starts working there for a while and all of a sudden, the dress is cut down to a goddamn low season. That low, y'all dark, y'all, y'all New York niggas call it the dark season. You know, all the way even. But damn, man, why cut off your damn dress and go down to a low season, man? You know how long it takes to really grow some successful dress that's hanging down to your shoulders? And to give all that up, and he didn't have to because that particular company that I was doing security for, they had no problem with dreads. A motherfucker that was actually in management, this nigga had some long ass dreads. So they didn't have a problem with dreads. But you nice niggas, y'all perform too much. And what y'all do is y'all fuck up the game for guys like me who are rebels, guys who are mavericks. Guys that like to push the button because you're scared to be yourself. And that's where I'm gonna get into my Joker Batman thing. 
if anybody really follows Batman the way that I do, because Batman was one of my favorite DC characters. When I was a little kid, it was Superman, just because Superman was doing so much impossible shit. But once I got a little older, around like about like six or seven years old, I realized the real motherfucker was Batman. The only person that literally did not have any superpowers, but he had his brain, and he had gadgets, and he had fighting skills. And then I also liked the Joker, because the Joker, for some reason, is Batman's number one enemy. He can fight against Dr. Freeze, who obviously has the powers of, you know, freezing up shit. He can go against the Penguin, who is kind of an asshole. And when I think about it, a lot of his villains really don't have powers. They just have mental powers and they know how to really fuck shit up. But I've seen Batman over the years, from me being a kid to me being 40, him deal with motherfuckers that actually got superpowers. And Batman knows how to get through it. But the Joker has psychological powers. And even though I love Batman as a villain because of that dual personality, where you get to be Bruce Wayne and you get to be Batman, Number one, I'm going to let you know, even though Batman is the good guy, looking at it from the bad guy perspective, like how Joker is, and Joker doesn't know that he's Bruce Wayne. But what I don't respect about Batman is, all right, on the surface, on the Bruce Wayne, on the Bruce Wayne side of things, you out here getting money, you fucking multiple bitches, don't even give a fuck about what their name is. Riding around in Lamborghinis and doing your thing. But then you don't want to let the bad guys live. You want to fuck around and beat up the bad guys. And what I do respect about when he turns into Batman, for the most part, he's an asshole towards the assholes. Well, what I like about Joker is the Joker is an asshole. And the Joker is an asshole, period. So whether you're a good person or a bad person, you can fucking get it. Because the Joker is just out to just accomplish his mission and just fuck with people. But I don't necessarily believe in fucking with good people. But what I respect about the Joker and why the Joker is definitely my overall ultimate villain. Because I really don't have too many villains, villains from the MCU, because in the MCU, with Marvel Comics, what they do is they give you a villain and they kill the villain. They kill the villain and you don't even have enough time to remember what the fuck they did. The longest living villain that I saw in the Marvel movies was Thor. And even with Thor, they broke his ass off a proper chunk. Not, not Thor, uh, Thanos. Thanos. Forgive me, y'all. Thanos was the villain. And ultimately, they had Thor chop his damn head off. For some reason in the DC Universe, they let these villains live. But I've always loved the Joker because he's so honest and so real and so free and so badass. 
to where it's like he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck with him not giving a fuck. It keeps him looking young. It keeps him feeling free. And it keeps him honest. Even though his ways are fucked up, it keeps him honest. So, to end this podcast, I'm going to fuck around and have a speech to you nice guys. Joker style. The way that he can talk to Batman. Imagine if Batman is the representative for you nice guys. Or really, you know what? A nice guy that's really not a nice guy, but he just acts nice around women. That's a simp. And the Joker is more of what I would call a player pimp. You know what's your problem, Batman? You're afraid. You're afraid of being the bad guy. Me, I embrace it. Because that's who I am. You get around these hoes and you talk all of this shit about family values and morals and wanting to support single mothers even though the kid isn't yours. You do a lot of catering. I don't care. I let it be known. This is what I want. This is what I have going on. And this is what I will tolerate. And this is what I will not tolerate. You want to be loved. You want to be loved for being something that you really want. Me, I would rather be hated for who I really am. But guys like me and you are the same. Because at the end of the day, we both want the same thing. We both just want a nice piece of hot, wet, sticky pussy. But we go at it in different ways. And me and you, we can coexist in this society. But the thing is, you oppose me. And rarely do I oppose you. I just keep operating the way that I'm operating and I do my thing. But you guys try to shame guys like me. The honest ones. Guys like you, when you were 13, you guys would make phone calls and play love songs and talk sweet nothings in their ear without shit that you could halfway do. Me, I was at the palace. I was at the movie theaters, kissing girls, grabbing titties, rubbing on booties, and fingering pussy, and trying to figure out what I could do. Let that be the reason I wound up fucking by 14. And you, Mr. Nice Guy, Mr. Batman, let that be the reason you really didn't even get your first piece of pussy until the prom. How was it, Batman? <laughs> How did it feel having to rent a limousine, having to wear a tuxedo, and having to dance to a bunch of corny-ass music, and then having to spend money on a hotel room, and then she finally gives it out to you? That was pity pussy. She gave you the pussy because she saw that you went all out. And you probably weren't always cleaned up. 
See guys like you, Mr. Nice Guy, AKA Batman, you guys barely kept your hair cut. Every once in a while you guys got your hair cut. And for some reason it always had to be a special event. A big basketball game, a big football game. It had to be homecoming, it had to be prom, it had to be the turnabout dance. See, a guy like me, I kept my hair cut every two weeks. Always wanted to be sharp. Always wanted to be ready to impress so that a chick could undress. And you guys got mad at guys like me. Why does he have all the girls? Because you nice guys wanted to just sit around and just get good grades. And you wanted the world to acknowledge you. The world doesn't give a fuck about you or your grades or even your accomplishments. It's all about male dominance in the ultimate form. It's all about being the alpha male physically and mentally. And you beta male guys don't get that. But we will let you guys roll. But now social media gave you guys a platform and now you guys want to hit it. Well, somebody has to do right by these bitches. That's the Batman voice. Because guys like you, all you do is you use a woman for sex and you don't do anything else for them. That's not true. That's not true, Batman. Because we do. But we also make sure that our women are fed. We make sure that if we have babies, we also take care of our babies. That's why I said we're one and the same. It's just our approach. I need you, Batman. Just like you need me. We're both the same. The difference is I'm happy with being who I am. I'm more honest. I'm more free. I don't have to put on a mask and a cape. I don't have to cape for hoes. I get to walk outside and be who I am. And the world knows me for who I am. They really don't know you. To know the real you is to know that you're really an asshole. Really, for the most part, you're just like me. You don't wear pajamas. You go to sleep in your boxes. When you wake up, you scratch your nuts and you take a good long piss. When your favorite football team is playing on Sunday, you would deny your woman sex during the game and not even give her the dick until after the game. Because you want to focus and yell at the TV and see if your team is going to win, lose, or draw. You don't do shit for the community. You don't do charity work. You don't feed the homeless. Hell, you don't even feed the ducks. You don't help anybody unless they're your immediate family. When's the last time, Mr. Nice Guy, that you actually did an act of service for an old woman that's not your grandmother or your aunt? Exactly. The only reason why you take care of the people that you take care of is because of the fact it's a two birds with one stone. You feel good inside because you looked out for a family member. 
And then also, you feel good inside because you feel like you did something to somebody. But ultimately, if that motherfucker didn't have the same blood running through their veins that's running through yours, you can give a fuck whether they're okay or whether they're pissing off of the side of the Bay Bridge. When's the last time you've been to church, Mr. Nice Guy? You're up at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning wondering about what a bitch is doing and she's out here with another guy. If you're truly a nice guy, on a Saturday night, you will be asleep. That way you can wake up bright and early and drive the church van for the kids, the adults that don't have a car, and for the elderly that do have a car but are too old and too blind to see. You only do acts of service when it comes to women. All of a sudden, when women come around, and that's me talking to you Captain save a niggas, you nice guy niggas, they want to fuck with guys like me. All of a sudden, when the women come around, you're a knight in shining armor. You're so chivalrous. You're so nice. But these women don't know you from a can of paint. Some of these women don't even know your last name or your middle name. But you're so nice. You're so kind. You're so caring towards them. And they see through that shit. They see that it's fake. When they see me, the bad guy, they see the real. They know that all I want is some pussy and a little bit of conversation. And they're able to respect me. Women nowadays, and we flipping back into the regular Louis says black side of things, I learned something. Because ultimately I'm a bad guy, but something that I learned earlier this year, as we're getting ready to head into halftime, because halftime is going to be in June, which is the sixth month. Think about it. You know, take 12 divided by two is six months. What I'm learning going into halftime is, even though women deserve to be treated well, and they deserve respect, and they deserve kindness, they're able to kind of see through that shit, depending on who you are. And I'm a badass, and that's what turns them off, the fact that I'm a badass. And what I did is I called myself being cordial and trying to do things a certain way, even though I had some would call it evil intentions, which is, you know what, I really don't feel like being in a relationship. I really don't feel like going through that boyfriend-girlfriend shit. I just want some pussy. But what I had to learn is I have to let my energy be my energy because sometimes I adapt to people's energy, meaning if you a hood rat bitch, I'm going to treat you like a hood rat bitch and probably not even take your ass to Burger King. Just come over to the crib and fuck. If I see that you carry yourself like a lady, what I tend to do is try to do shit that you would do for a lady. Hey, fuck it. I ain't gonna invite you straight over to the crib, even though I know that you're actually one of the safer women to invite to the crib. And I know that you're not gonna steal shit. I know that you ain't gonna bring no drama around the camp or anything. I tend to say, hey, let's do a day. Fellas, 2023 is a new game. 
See, women have already adapted to the new game in 2023. And what I call the game of the 2020s. Men, we keep on trying to do the same shit over and over. And that's insanity. Insanity is to try to keep on doing the same thing over and over and expect the different results. Here's the new way to play. Fuck it. I don't care how classy or trashy she is. Talk on the phone with her three times. After three conversations, invite her to the crib. Either A, she's going to come to the crib. And when she comes to the crib, even as the bad guy, I'll tell you. Make sure that you have your shit clean. Have your shit clean. Have your shit organized. And have something over here that y'all can cook. Meaning, hey, we're not going to Red Lobsters. We're not going to the Texas Brazilian Steakhouse. We're not going to Outback. We're not going to Applebee's. We're not going to Chili's. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to Fat Burger. We're not going here or there. But we can fuck around and cook some shit in this motherfucker. And that can actually be a good bonding moment. So even as a villain, I'm giving y'all some good advice. Which is fuck it. Let's go to the grocery store. And part of that day can be fuck it. Would you like to cook? Because me and my girlfriend, aka, you know, my um, ex-girlfriend, aka my baby mama, there used to be some times where we would just go through the grocery store and we'd be like, what do you want to eat? And I'm like, I want this and I want that. Boom, we pick it out. I pay for it. And she cooks it. Tell me that ain't fair exchange with no robbery. Tell me that's not partnership. I buy the food and she cooks the food. And even then, I do the dishes. But we both eat but you nice guys, y'all want to sit up here and cater to their bullshit. These six hop on Facebook talking all kinds of dumb, crazy shit about niggas, niggas ain't shit, niggas ain't this. And y'all nice guys be hopping on here talking shit about other men catering. And I will not fuck with that. I cannot deal with that. Uh-uh. I will find you and I will rebuke you. Like my boy Jay said. And like my boy Tariq Nasheed said, you simp-ass niggas, I will find you and I will rebuke you. Meaning I will literally put hands on you. Well, not hands on you like fist fights. No, I will fuck around and with an open palm, I will put my hand on your forehead. And I will make you kneel down. And no homo shit. You will kneel down and I will put my hand on your forehead and I will pray for you. And I will rebuke that scent beaming out of you. Lord, forgive him, for he knows not what he do. This young man is misguided, and he is catering, and he is simple. All for the fact that all he wants to do is fornicate. He doesn't necessarily want to get married. He doesn't want to live the family life. He's not ready to sit up and wake up at three o'clock in the morning and change diapers and give a baby milk and put a baby back to sleep literally every single day for a whole year or two until the kid is self-sufficient. This man just wants a quick piece of milk. Lord rebuke that scent beaming out of him because this man knows not what he do. 
And Jiggle Jeffrey, can you help me pray? Oh, yeah. Please, Lord, rebuke that chef demon of Bajor. He does not really want to cater to a woman's emotions. He does not really want to deal with the fact that sometimes a woman can be happy or mad or sad or glad. He just wants a woman at her best emotional state. And in order to keep her happy, he will make himself miserable. And he will make us real brothers feel miserable for not catering to the woman's emotions. Lord, can you please rebuke this demon, sip spirit up out of this man and show him the ways of the real niggas. Well, we do what we do. We make it happen. We get out here, we go to work, we work hard, and we make our money. And at the end of the day, we bring our money back. And we don't give a woman our paycheck. We don't do that old school shit. Forgive me, God, for cussing. But we don't do that old school thing where we give a woman our check. What we do is we split the money out. We put half of the side for the bills and half of the side for the dreams. And when these kids is acting up, we tell them to chill. Lord, can you please bling along the ways of the Alpha and the Sigma male to this better male who feels that he must play the friend role in order to get some. He is misguided. He is lost in this jungle of a world that you have made. But can you please fix this boy's soul and make him whole? And when he comes back to the community, tell him that he owes passage and he got to get in the right. Yeah, man. So long story short, that's why I don't fuck with you nice guy niggas. Y'all niggas is fake. You niggas ain't really nice. You niggas is just as grimy as me. It's just, I'm cool with being grimy. I don't have to play a role. I don't have to roll around playing church music or playing soft-ass R&B music or playing the soft role. I am who the fuck I am. I cuss. I smoke. I drink cigarettes. No. Oh, I like that. I like how I said I smoke and I drink cigarettes. <laughs> no. I smoke. I smoke cigarettes and I drink, you know what I'm saying, sometimes vodka, sometimes that brown, sometimes that gin. And even with that little slip-up during this smooth-ass podcast, I know how to laugh at myself. I don't over-explain myself. I don't fuck around and put myself up on a fucking pedestal. I am who I am, and chicks love me. The chick that I was fucking with Saturday night, I was not dressed like a gentleman. White beaters and jackets with the ripped skinny jeans with the motherfucking Jordans on with the damn glasses on. I don't sit up here and dress like some nice ass dude. I am who I am, and it allows me to be free, and women peep that. This dude is free. This dude is comfortable in the skin that he's in. A lot of my girlfriends caught me in badass mode. And the few ones that caught me trying to be Mr. Nice Guy, they fucking played me. Played me hard. 
played me hard and abused me mentally. Cause ain't no bitch finna abuse me physically. But I have been abused mentally. And that's when I learned. Fuck it. Stick to the fucking badass, hardcore, take names. No, hey, fuck them all and take names later type of mentality. And the moment that you can embrace that mentality is the moment that you can finally be free and stop fucking with us wild niggas and start getting what you really want. Because like I said, a lot of you nice guys, all y'all really want is just some pussy. But what y'all want is y'all want to get out here and run. What y'all really want is y'all want one piece of safe pussy. That's guaranteed. And I'm telling you right now, these chicks nowadays, they cheat. They get out and they cheat. If you ain't got your eyes on her, you don't know what the fuck she's doing. And that's why some of y'all so-called nice guys turn into fucking stalkers. You're so nice. You're so sweet. But you're the same one blowing up a bitch's phone at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning because she didn't answer because it's Saturday night and rather than sitting up on the phone and bullshitting with you and ha ha and kicking and chuckling, this chick is out doing her thing and she ain't answering her phone. You're worried. Part of you, logically, because you're still a man, Mr. Nice Guy, the logical part of you is thinking, you know what, the bitch probably sleep. But then it's that other side of you that knows how this game really goes. And you know that she's probably out fucking and fucking with the next nigga. I'm proud to say that I've been cheated on maybe two or three times, but I've definitely been a part of a chick being able to cheat on her nigga way, 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 way more many times than that. I'll leave it at this. You ain't lived life until a chick fucks you in the hotel room, then calls her baby daddy slash boyfriend and tells him to order her some food with his debit card and have it sent to her room. And then she puts the phone on mute and says, what kind of food do you want? And you say, well shit, I could go for a medium pizza, pepperoni, bacon, and sausage along with some ranch sauce and some breadsticks. And she says, hey, and also, can I get a medium pizza with pepperoni, bacon, and sausage, and some breadsticks with the dipping sauce? And then she laughs. And while the food is on the way, you fuck her again. Man, I'm gonna let you know, man, these hoes ain't shit. And to realize that you realize that these hoes ain't shit, and you know how to play them like they ain't shit, you will be so much happier. You will fuck around and lose weight. Your skin will look better. You will look better. Just like they say, a pregnant woman has a glow. A pregnant woman has a glow because she knows that at the end of the day, she's gotten ultimately what she needs out of a man. Which is, she has his seed. She's getting ready to have a human being that looks like her. And if things go south, she's got a free check coming in through that nigga's wage. As a man, you get that glow when you realize that hoes ain't about shit. They just as manipulative as us, if even better, because women are smarter than men. Men, we are very simple, 
and we live by simple rules. I guess I'm what you call one of the more feisty niggas. But that's why I'm here for you. This has been another episode of the Lewis Says Black Show. Y'all already know where to follow me at. Definitely follow me on TikTok, because I'm going to be talking cash money shit on there. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Come on now. At Lewis S. Black. Just put it all together. Quit acting like you slow, bro. And we out, like. Get more money, more money. Yeah, yeah, get more money, more money. Yeah, yeah, get more money, more money. Oh, up, roll up, like.